It's the Country 104.9 Mornings with Matt and Fatty podcast. You married, you're getting down a lot, according to a book now. Yeah, what's this book called? Sex in Canada, the who, why, when, and how of getting down up north. There it is. That's a good book title. So married people having more sex than the single people. That makes sense because single people have to go look for somebody, right? But they're not, they're having sex as far as like single versus married. Married people are having more of the good times like that. But of all the people, married, single, otherwise, bisexuals have the most frequent sex. Well, that makes sense. There's more people to choose from. I guess so. Literally all the people. He's been a little more open-minded maybe. He's like, hey, you, hey, you. I'm a straight dude. This makes me sad. On the top of the world everywhere else. Right. But, but not here. A, not here. Nope. So when you're saying your prayers tonight, make sure you include a prayer for the lonely straight people, okay? Do you know how hard it is to be a straight man, especially a light-skinned man? We don't have any parades, and our haircuts are affordable. Is it the dream, Matthew, as a married man? That you and Natalie are both laying in a hospital bed together and you breathe your final breath together. You both enter into the eternal life, the afterlife together. Well, I think that's the stuff of movies. We're talking off, Mike, about that movie, The Notebook. The couple dies together at the end. Oh, yeah. They're holding hands and they die at the same moment. They're both seniors and they die together. That's <laughs> the dream, right? That's the, the ultimate love story ending, isn't it? A world leader. Got to have that love story ending. Really? That happened to a real person who was a real leader of a real country. A lot of people in real Huron County are from, for real. What a coincidence. We were just talking about that. So weird. Chances of that happening in real life are pretty slim, unless it's organized. Unless you're the former prime minister of the Netherlands. Yeah. Dude named Dries Van Egt, 93 years old. He had been in poor health for a little while. Had a brain hemorrhage a few years ago. Apparently couldn't talk very well. Was bedridden. And him, uh, his wife also apparently not healthy, and they decided both together at the age of 93, we're going to do the euthanasia thing. We're going to medically assisted death. We're going to lay in the hospital bed together, and they passed hand in hand. Oh, that's kind of sweet. They were together for 70 years, and then they went out together. Good for that, man. One final date, that's, I guess. Yeah, a date with the doctor. <laughs> right? <laughs> I guess so. It's kind of nice, right? I mean, I would love if Trish the Dish was there when I died. She can hold the pillow. When I first got my license way back when, I remember being so careful, right? Right after I got that official license, stopped at every stop sign. I still do. Go the speed limit. Yeah, but you drive the speed limit. It's real do, weird. But particularly on that first day, you're extra careful. I was probably going 70 in the 80. I didn't want to lose my license on the first day. You can do 80 in an 80 and not lose your license. In fact, in some areas, going too slow, they'll stop you for impeding traffic. That's actually like a violation. You struggled to get your license, didn't you? You told me once it took you, what, 10 tries? No. <laughs> uh Three tries. Three? From, hold on. Three That's a lot. Three tries for my G1, uh, two for my G2, and three for my G3. Okay, so I was close. Eight. Took you eight times. Oh, we're talking all the licenses? Well, yeah. Yeah, a lot of times. That's a lot of times. You yeah. must be a terrible driver. You've driven with me. Yeah, you you're are. Al you're always grabbing the oh crap bar. Yep. Yeah, when I'm driving. And I'm not even 
doing that much over the speed limit. Now I know why that was designed when I'm driving with you. Designed for driving with Lebanese Canadians. They're not all bad drivers, are they? Yes. They, every, oh, really? Every, I've surveyed okay. every Lebanese Canadian, all of them terrible drivers, <laughs> including was, me. There was this guy over uh, York Region. Ten minutes after getting his G-test, he was pulled over by the police. Doing 131 in a 50 zone. Just past a school and everything. Police Lord. pull him over. This police was angry at him. You know what you've just done? He said, I, I just got my license 10 minutes ago. And then he tried to negotiate his way out of this stunt driving charge. Please. Can, can you negotiate with police? Well, this guy tried. He said, well, is it okay if I go back to the, the test place and redo my G2? That's not how it works. And this guy's it? like, no, you're losing your license and your dad's car. This is a serious offense. It was his dad's car? Yeah. Oh. He said, well, I thought the limit was 90 here. I want to play this out because I'm not a dad, so I've never had to loan my vehicle to a child. Let's say your son comes home and is like, Dad, I, ju I just got caught for speeding and the van got towed. What's the punishment? What's the punishment for that? Oh, gosh. And your son gets the family vehicle, the one vehicle towed. I think they punished themselves. You are horrible no, at the, this. The, the excitement. No, you got to take something away, right? We well, can't hit kids anymore, but like you got to take something, right? Their phone, internet privileges. What do you mean they punish well, themselves? The, you are out of your damn mind <laughs> if the, you think like a teenager is punishing themselves. Well, normally I would take the car away, but the police already did that for me. So I can't do that. What's the punishment here? I'm putting you in this situation. Your son gets the vehicle towed. Well, they're going to have to take the bus. Everywhere. We don't have a bus in Goddard. They're going to have to taxi everywhere with their own money. And their life is set behind now because they probably can't work for 30 days because they don't have a vehicle. We got to bring back the whip is all I'm saying. We got to bring back the belt is all Fatty's saying. In certain situations, we all, we, I think we all agree hitting <laughs> kids is wrong. Unless they get the vehicle towed, in which case, whack. Hold on, I have a sound effect. That should be a belt, but it sounds like a fist. The belt. Someone in a royal family has appeared in Playboy. I didn't even know that was still going. Is that still a thing? Yeah, Playboy still exists. It's a magazine. Yeah, the, yeah. they still have articles in there, I think. There's still nice articles to read, I hear. Of course. Yeah. I always preferred the articles in Hustler. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Is her name Xenia Florence Gabriella Sophie Iris has posed nude for Playboy. And her great-great-grandfather was a king over, okay. there, over there near Germany. All right. Yeah. Good for her. The king of Saxony. And she says that he would approve of, of this. He was a very fun and loving person. Okay. Her body. She can do with it what she pleases. Good for her. Good for her. And I mean... I've never heard of her. And when you were telling me like a royalty or like a world leader or something did Playboy, I was kind of hoping for something else. But you know what? Fair enough. And uh, I, we're all thinking of the same person, right? But I'm sure they wouldn't do it. But to that person, I say we will see them one day, Stephen Harper. Everyone always has these Valentine's promotions that you get back at your ex. Have you seen these? Well, you can name a kitty litter box after your ex and then... Cat goes in there and pees on your ex's name or something. Matt and I don't like those because why are you still thinking about the ex? Yeah. Valentine's Day is the time to move on and appreciate the ones you love right now. This is kind of cool out of Guelph. Humane Society in Guelph, they have a Valentine's Day promotion. You buy a treat for one of their shelter animals and the workers will send you a video of the animal enjoying that treat. Aww. It's like here's little Maxie the pup enjoying his treat. Thanks. Matt from Godrich. 
Why is it so cute to watch animals eat? And it really is. Even when I feed my dog, I'm like, oh, it's so delicious. And because dogs are awesome. Yeah, no, I don't enjoy watching people eat. Yeah, have you ever watched people it's eat? Disgusting. You ever see an old man eat eggs? It's horrifying. It's always nice when you hear those stories. People helping out sick kids. Yeah. Some people will donate. I know there's a local guy who wanted to donate some Sony Playstations. Here in Goddard, you want to donate uh, some PlayStations to the Sick Kids Hospital in London. Yeah, he did that. He raised some money and did that, yeah. Very cool. He spent some time in the hospital as a kid, wanted to make other kids' lives in the hospital a lot better. All right. Really sweet story. That was out of Huron County. This is up in Muskoka area. There's the Starlight Children's Foundation, and they made the news this weekend because they took 130 sick kids and their families off-roading up in the Muskokas. That's a lot of ATVs. There's a lot of kids on ATVs, obviously properly supervised. They had health staff there to make sure anything wrong could be fixed. Really nice story, them helping out the kids. And this inspired me to take a group of kids with irritable bowel syndrome swimming at the public pool. And by the way, the pool is closed. It's what we would call the slow season right now in Huron County. Cottagers will come after the Victoria Day long weekend. Might be some more Airbnbs in Huron County. We're getting more popular now. You're telling me the story out of Edmonton. Somebody who decided to rent out their home. This was not their second property. This was the home they lived in, but it was a nice home in a nice area of Edmonton. They decided, hey, I'm going to make some money, rent this thing out. What a disaster. These people were there for a week. Two people checked in. And next thing you know, neighbors texting them saying, you better get out here. They just stole your truck. And that was just the beginning. Oh, that's not even close to the whole story. (laughs) So they get out there. Not only was the truck stolen, furniture gone, mattresses, bed frame gone. TV. uh, Birth and death certificates. All the electronics. Seriously, the deed to the house (laughs) was gone. I shouldn't laugh, but they literally (laughs) took like everything. Oh, it gets even worse. There were knives stuck in the back door. They actually barred up the windows. Where they got the bars from, I don't know. Barred up the windows. There was even windows in the garage painted black. These people were hiding out there or something. I don't know who they were expecting a visit from, but this got real intense. And then they stole the truck on top of it all. Altogether, $200,000 in damages and things taken. Disgusting. The cleaning bill is going to be uh, roughly $45,000. Oh, they're taking most of the stuff to the junk. There was icky stuff on the couch. Nasty, uh, Burn marks all over the place from crack pipes. This is just a nightmare situation. <laughs> oh, man. It's bad <laughs> enough this lady had her stuff stolen, but now she has to continue living in Alberta. It's Valentine's Day. Typical of radio jocks on Valentine's Day to talk about what makes a relationship work. If you're in a relationship, if you're not, we're excluding you for a couple minutes. Yeah, what does make a relationship work? A lot of times when you hear from uh, older people who have been together for decades and decades, (laughs) sometimes the advice can be kind of invest in wall bonds. We read an article this morning about a couple who's been together, was it 63 years? Yeah, 63 years, and they said something very interesting that that wasn't like your typical, don't go to bed angry. It wasn't that cliche thing. They interviewed people in care homes that were still together, and there was this couple married for 60 years. They asked them, what's the secret to your relationship? And the lady said, a husband that knows how to barbecue and make an exceptionally good gin and tonic. Someone who can keep me plied with alcohol. Well, it got me thinking, (laughs) like... That is an important thing in a relationship. 
how well your spouse can cook or vice versa. Yeah, men, right? men or woman, there has to be somebody who knows how to season their food, right? Like, like the, the longer I've been alive, the more I realize most everything revolves around food. Everything. Even the Super Bowl. It's, it's all about the food. Super Bowl, Valentine's Day, the weekend, everything. <laughs> like every d- important day revolves around food. But I think when people are getting into relationships, that's maybe something they should check off the box. Are they a good cook? Can you cook? Can they cook? It's important, right? It makes for a happy life, I think. Who's the, who's the better cook in your household, you or Natalie? Well, we're both pretty good. She's, I asked who okay. was better. She's, she's better. She's better all around, and she's the better baker. Like She's an amazing I've baker. had your wife's baking. It's amazing. And she does flavor food really good. She, she takes those little extra steps to, to just make it exceptional. Yeah. And it's amazing. And this is just like every day at my place. We share the responsibilities of cooking. And my son always gets a little upset when it's my turn to cook. It's not as good, but I'm okay at it. Okay. She'll compliment me and say, hey, that was a good dish. So you're saying the trick to good food is just season it properly. Well, yeah, just just do better. All right. <laughs> but put some seasoning in it. Based on, uh, based on the food I've had in Huron County, I, I think that's an important lesson. So it's Valentine's Day. Be romantic and pull out the salt and pepper today. Ooh. Oh, and if you're feeling really sexy, the seasoning salt. Maybe some thyme. Oh. oh my God. Maybe some parsley. Even. Hey, hey, this is a children's show, Matthew. Fresh parsley. Don't get too adult, you and your <laughs> rosemary over there. Or you could just keep flavoring your stew with celery. Uh. We told you on this morning show about this teacher over in Montreal. Was taking the artwork of his students putting it online, putting it on mugs, T-shirts, iPhone cases, selling it for a profit for himself. Crazy. You told your wife about this, and she had a good idea. Yeah, she said this is a, actually a brilliant fundraiser for a school. Like, I would buy my kids' artwork on a mug. Totally. So if he was doing it for the school or for a field trip funds or something, genius. But not secretly for your own wealth. We have an update <laughs> on the story. The update is that two sets of parents are now suing for $350,000 for intellectual property theft. They're saying, our kids made this art. Their minds came up with it. It would be like taking somebody else's song that's not yours and making money off that. Absolutely. So they're suing for $350,000. These grade eight kids have rights too. They do have rights. And I mean, like, you can't sell someone else's art to make money for yourself, even if kids or Morgan Wallen, their brains aren't fully developed some good news here. You were complaining about this earlier this week that you keep forgetting to renew your license plate. Because I don't understand it. It used to be you'd go and you'd get that sticker and for some reason legally you had to have this sticker with your birthday on it or whatever. Birth month. Birth month. Yeah. And I don't understand why renew it. It's free. Okay. So they're not getting any money from me. Well, I don't understand what the point of this is. Just to let them know that, hey, this license plate is still valid and being used. Well, of course it is. It's on my vehicle. That doesn't mean anything. You could have stolen it. Look at you. I, I would suspect you of stealing a license plate. No, but even if I stole it, I could go on and, and do the same thing. That paper boy had a suspicious. Here's the good news, though. Uh, Premier Doug Ford, who we all love unconditionally, he <laughs> announced that you no longer even need to renew your license plate. Coming up in the near future, it'll just renew automatically. If it's if it's in effect right now, it'll just renew by itself and again for free. You don't have to go down to the Staples or the library or wherever the Service Ontario will be to do this anymore. <laughs> or even online. 
I always sound out of breath. So there's just one less thing to worry about now. Now you'll have more time to do what millennials love to do. What's that? Contemplate death. Matthew, when was the last time you were ID'd anywhere? LCBO. Okay, I, I think. They they carded you at the LCBO? Uh, you? No, but not recently. I remember the day it finally stopped, and I thought, oh, I finally look my age. When was this? But, but my whole... <laughs> the 90s? No, actually, my, my whole into the late 20s, early 30s, I, I would still get carded. I had a youthful look. Okay. But, you know, you've reached that age where it's like, okay, yeah, this person's obviously old enough. So, so when you still had life in your eyes? Before the gray hairs, you know. Before the silver beard? The gray beard, yeah. yeah. Fair enough. We're talking about this because there's six LCBOs in northern Ontario. They're kicking off a pilot project where they're going to ID you before you're allowed into the LCBO. Oh. So there's going to be a little vestibule, a little door you go into. They card you, and if your ID scans, it has to scan, they'll let you into the LCBO to buy whatever beer, liquor, spirits you want to. <laughs> oh, no. You ever have them look at it, and they have that look of like, oh, you've aged badly. This photo is probably only four years ago, but wow. We're kind of past the point now, but there would have been a point when all they had to do was look at the, the year of your birth date. And if this started with one nine, then, oh, yeah, this person's old enough. Oh, yeah. Yeah, now, if you're born in the 1900s, you are definitely old enough to e buy liquor. Easy now, yeah. Oh, it's so sad. Uh, anytime I get carded anywhere, I like to accidentally pull out my Costco executive membership just so they know that I'm important. Has Uber ever been to church? It's a weird question to ask, but has your dog ever been to church? No, Uber's a sinner. There are some churches. <laughs> isn't there a church in Godrich has a dog day? Uh, yeah, Anglican Church in Godrich. I noticed they have a day where you can bring your pet to church. It's really nice. They're welcome in the presence of the Lord. Very cool. Isn't that nice? Very cool thing to do. We're talking about this because there's this gentleman in Regina. His name is Dan Baker. He's a former member of the Canadian Armed Forces. Uh, suffers from PTSD, and he has a service dog, Golden Retriever, named Loki. And he was attending church one day. Loki's for his anxiety. Uh, Loki noticed he was having an anxiety attack. And one of the things Loki is trained to do is bark when his owner's not responding to get the attention of other people to say, hey, my human is in distress. Help. Right. This happened in church. Loki let out a bark during service. And now the church is saying, hey, because your dog was disruptive, no more service dog for you in our church. You want to come to church, you're welcome, but no bringing the dog. Well, so people are allowed to yell, amen. Yes. But, but a dog can't do their version of amen, which is a bark? Come on. I, I don't know if the dog was saying amen as much as my human's going to die. <laughs> well, that too. But there should be more dogs in church. They want membership numbers to go up. Start including dogs is and, what I'm saying. And hasn't the church heard that all dogs go to heaven? That's right. Except Labradoodles, they go right to hell. Remember a while ago, Elle King, she showed up to the Grand Ole Opry and she was going to sing a Dolly Parton song on Dolly Parton's birthday and she butchered the song. She came out on stage. She was completely drunk. She said, hi, my name is Elle King and I'm effing hammered. Forgot all the words to the song. So <laughs> it was a bit of a train wreck. But Dolly Parton didn't care. Well, she, she may have cared, but uh, somebody asked her about that in an interview recently. And she said, you know what? She's a great girl. She's a great artist. She's been going through a lot of hard things lately. And Hold on. Is this your Dolly Parton impression? This is Grandma Dolly, right? You don't, you don't have to impersonate Dolly Parton. You can just read it. I love Grandma Dolly. She's the best. She says, you know, she just had a little too much to drink. So let's forgive and forget and move on. 
because she felt worse than anyone ever could. Okay. Isn't that nice? Meanwhile, you know, everyone's just destroying her online, but sometimes you forget what people are going through. Right. And that's where Dolly comes in. You know, sometimes it's that grandmother figure. They always say those nice words like, you know, you never know what people are going through. She's very forgiving. Seniors sometimes have a lot of wisdom like that. I appreciate that. And then sometimes seniors are horribly racist. It's one (laughs) or the other. It's either or. Do you have anything planned for Valentine's Day today? No. No, nothing? (laughs) No. Nothing for Trish? How long have you been together? Like several years, five or six years. Eight and a half years. Eight and a half years. Yeah. And you've got nothing. But does she have anything for you, or do you guys just mutually agree? We agreed. Not to do it. Yeah, we agreed. Okay. Yeah, I don't think she had, oh, God, if she has something planned for me, I'll feel super bad. Well, that's what happens a lot of times. We're getting fried chicken this weekend? (laughs) For real? I've done this. I've got my wife flowers, and then she just feels even worse because she didn't get something back or whatever. But that hasn't (laughs) prompted her ever to get you something the following year. It's just always you getting something for her. It's always nothing for Matt. Matt with his hat in his hand, empty, moths coming out of your pockets. She does get cinnamon hearts every year. For who, though? Well, for, for her? Yeah, that's I mean, right. For all of that's us. That's right. For all of us. That's right. Sometimes she makes a nice dessert or something. Where are we going with this? Maybe get out your pen and some nice paper. What's that? Is, that, is uh, the pen like the stylus I use on my phone? No, it's like a, a thing that has ink in it. And you, the ink comes out onto the paper. And oh, you, like the Romans. Yeah, and you write words. It's called a letter. Maybe you should do that. Can I, can I draw funny things like body parts? Uh, you could, I, I suppose. I'm bringing this up because there was a love letter found in a toolbox over in Michigan. 70-year-old love letter. It was from a guy who was in the war. Which or, war? Or, or, or in the army, at least. Away from his beloved, who was somewhere else. And so this letter was found, and it was addressed to this woman named Mary. And apparently he hadn't heard from Mary in five months. And so he wrote her and apologized for a fight they must have sort of had before he left and still asked, do you still want to marry me when I come back, Mary? What voice was that? Probably like a Jimmy Stewart. Read it again like back in the day. Read it again like Jimmy Stewart. (laughs) Oh, Mary. I need you so very much, Mary. The war's uh, Mary. real hard, Mary. Uh, and I know that all I always love you, Mary. <laughs> I give you the moon. Mary. I was in black and white films, Mary. <laughs> so anyways, what stuck out to me in all this was how he waited five months, didn't get a response from Mary, so figured after five months, I better write her a letter to see if she still loves me. And I think our sense of patience has changed over the years because now you send someone a text You don't hear back from them in five seconds or five minutes. You start freaking out and thinking they don't like you. But you freak out because they leave you on red. So it's like, I know you've seen it. Yeah. Why didn't you get back? But times have changed, right? What was the last letter you wrote? What was the last thing? Last time you got a piece of paper and you wrote a letter to somebody. It was probably my now wife, Natalie. Because we, we didn't phone each other. We wrote each other letters. We had a long distance relationship. Cheap. You're a cheap man. Well, no, I'm not paying the bill. We're writing letters. No, what it was was I lived in a house with eight siblings. And if I'm on the phone with a girl, I'm going to get teased. And so you don't get caught on the phone with a girl when you're 16 or You'll be as teased as your hair was in the 80s. Exactly. (laughs) Last letter I wrote uh, was, oh, God, 2018 to somebody in jail. What? Uh, My very dear friend, his brother ended up in jail in (laughs) Penetanguishene. What do you say? Hey, how's jail going, dude? (laughs) 
I'm all, more or less. But uh, I, I remember I was told that the guards read the letters before uh, they send them off to the inmates. So I remember making fun of the guards really hard. Oh, nice. And using a lot of really, I used as bad of language as I could just to see if they would let the letter through, and they totally did. Oh, nice. Yeah, I was making fun of the guards, and they're like, I don't know, stupid haircuts or something. Awesome. I, I hadn't seen the guards, but yeah, I wrote letters to a jailbird. Probably gave him a couple laughs. I hope so. Made his day. I hope so. So if you are lonely this Valentine's Day, maybe write a letter to somebody in jail. You might fall in love. Oh. And maybe you'll be with that person in 20 to 25 years. You watched the Super Bowl this weekend? I did not. No, I'm not really into football. Fair enough. Hey, fair enough. Enough people watched it to replace you. There was 10 million Canadians watched the Super Bowl this weekend. Now, when I say 10 million, I mean 10 million independent broadcast to televisions. They estimate roughly 19 million Canadians watched this thing. The most watched Super Bowl in Canadian history. Do you think Taylor Swift had anything to do with that? I'm wondering. Yeah, I think Taylor so. Swift had, uh, she gave the old Taylor bump. People are watching the football games like it's some kind of rom-com. A little bit, right? Oh, I wonder if Travis is going to propose. Yeah. It did kind of have the makings of a love story a little it bit, right? Is. A little bit, right? You got Taylor Swift in there, blonde billionaire whose millionaire boyfriend suffers head trauma for a trophy he won't remember before dying of CTE. It's that classic love story. Artificial intelligence. Have you used AI or do you use AI? I used some AI filters on my face last night. I was just trying to like clear up some of my wrinkles, gave myself a little more hair. So instead of your face, it was a better face? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it works really well. It makes yeah. you look more attractive. Yeah. Yeah. Or in your case, just generally attractive right. at just, all. It makes me at least look average. So the AI really helped. You know, taking away the, the red marks, that big growth on my face. There's a reason you're on radio and not television. <laughs> but there's a poll done. It seems like a lot of us using the AI now. Well, 30% of Canadians using AI tools in some way. A lot of people just having it write your cover letter for you. It right. can do that or resignation letter create AI pictures like our own Matt Hussey did. A lot of kids using ChatGPT for essays now. Does everything. These robots are taking over the world. And this is real. I used ChatGPT this morning to write a joke about country music. Yeah. I logged in. I said, my prompt was write a short joke about country music. Why did the cowboy bring a ladder to the country music concert? Why? Because he heard the band was playing high notes. Oh, God, that's terrible. That's horrible, right? That's the kind of comedy gold you can only generate with a computer. So I guess we still have jobs then. I don't know. The computer sounds a lot funnier than us. Super Bowl was this weekend. Apparently, Newfoundland's mad about one commercial, though, here in Canada. Yeah, there was a Verbo commercial. That's like Airbnb. Yeah, VRBO. It's like Airbnb. They had a commercial kind of trashing Airbnb. These people show up to this farmstead and they go inside the house and there's chickens. There's a tent there and there's a pig in it. And it's like, ha, ha, ha. But then they used one of Newfoundland's most proudest things, the Eyes the Buy song. So they're showing up to this dump, basically, and they're playing this song. So I think maybe Newfoundland's feeling like, are we being made fun of here? And a few politicians out of Newfoundland are saying, hey, that song is ours. You can't use that to disparage another company. Uh, we own that song. Not really own it, but we kind of personally own well, it. Well, this is like their national anthem, pretty much, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> but surely Newfoundland has a sense of humor also. I mean, they have a town named Dildo. Yeah. For goodness sake. 
Our own Matt Hussey has been to the Rogers Center. A lot of old people know it as the Sky Dome in Toronto. Okay, yeah. Why'd you have to bring that up? That you're old? That I'm a, a loser because I haven't been to Toronto in a while? No, no, no. I'm just saying Toronto's, oh. Toronto's far. Not everybody gets to a Jays game every season. It's been a while, but I'm saying it's going to look a little different the next time you do go. If you do go, they're doing some renovations at the Rogers Center, $300 million worth. Uh, they're getting new seats this season, so they're going to be, like, I think slightly wider seats as well. Oh, good. And people s- have gotten wider over the years. People have gotten wider, certainly. Matt and I included. Yeah. Something new this season. Never before at the Sky Dome slash Rogers Center, cup holders. Cup holders. But, hold on, but they're only in the lower bowl of the Rogers Center. Okay. So if you're in the upper section, the nosebleeds watching a Jays game, you got to hold your beer with your hand like a hobo. You just had to hold your beer the whole time before? You were always holding your beer, putting it on the ground next to you, but then you might kick it, spill your $16 beer. Spill it on the person in front of you? That was just part of the game, wasn't it? That was just part of baseball. You're getting drunk and causing a ruckus. (laughs) <laughs> it's a big development, though. Cup holders, finally, Whoa. after decades. Uh, how did they not think of this before? It's the biggest development in sports since we started letting women play. But don't you worry, we don't pay them as much. Oh. <laughs> oh. In your opinion, what would be the two scariest animals you could breed? Ooh. Maybe like a whale and a bear? Bears are so stupid and violent. Yeah, like a killer whale and a bear. I was thinking like a blue whale, like the biggest whale. It would look like a panda bear, but it would be vicious. That sounds kind of cute. Yeah, but wait till it shows you its teeth. Okay. Yeah, then it's scary. Did you know that tigers and lions can mate? Yeah. That liger, have you seen those? Yeah, they're messed up. Crazy. It's an abomination. (laughs) Yeah, so they have to be really careful what they put together in zoos. And they are learning this the hard way down in North Carolina. They put two types of different animals together and... They may have made it. Life finds a way, like that movie Jurassic Park. And this might be... That wasn't finding a way. Scientists found mosquito amber in a jungle and took the blood out of it. No, but then the dinosaurs found a way to clone themselves, remember? They didn't clone themselves. Didn't they? They had sex. No, they didn't. Because it was only one T-Rex, I think. That movie didn't have dinosaur buttholes. Not one dinosaur in those Jurassic Park movies had buttholes. Oh, well, I'll be watching for that next time. Meanwhile, down in North Carolina, there's an aquarium there, and they had this lonely stingray in the aquarium, but somehow the stingray is pregnant. And so they figure either this stingray has found a way to produce life on its own, and it's going to clone some babies. It's got four babies, and they're curious whether or not other animals she shares an aquarium with are responsible. There's two sharks named Larry and Moe, and they figure these sharks have maybe mated with the stingray and so they're gonna get a stingray slash shark crossbreed come out are sharks kinky are they like people where they're like look at that flat fish well they are cousins i want to hook up with that flat fish yeah maybe look at its weird confused eyes well uh, apparently sharks and stingrays are distant cousins possible that this could be a thing yeah maybe this is how we got hammerhead sharks you think they're kind of weird some sharks who are First cousins. <laughs> maybe. Did it and came up with the hammerhead And ended up with a hammerhead. Well, maybe the wings went into the head. Maybe we'll end up with sharks that have wings here. Who knows? Maybe, maybe. But let's not be too hard on cousins doing it, okay? We got a lot of listeners in Kingsbridge. I'm not sure I'm ready for some of this new technology I'm seeing. 
Is it because you're old? Yeah. Technology scares you? Uh, You scare an old man? Yeah, like a TikTok for me, it was like, ah, forget it. I don't need another thing to check. It's because you're old. Yeah. It's because you're an old, grumpy man. I'm kind of done. And you were telling me how this augmented reality, these new headsets that Apple has out, where you wear this big, huge goggle-like thing. It looks like ski goggles. Yeah. And basically, you're looking through it into the real world, but then it is augmenting the real world. Yeah. If So if you're driving, for example, it might show you on the road what road you're driving on. Rather than a street sign, it's like showing you on the actual road. Yeah. It's, it's basically like a screen in your mind. Why are we talking about this? Because some people are wearing these things while driving their Tesla vehicles so-called driving itself. Yeah, so it's a self-driving car, and while it's self-driving, they have this VR headset on. They look stupid. They got this headset on with these googly eyes because it creates eyes on the screen on the headset, and they're driving a cyber truck. Okay. They look ridiculous as it is. (laughs) Do you want things to go back to the good old days? You're the one that was saying, you're not on board with this. No, I'm just saying I don't want to do that, but (laughs) you seem to be complaining that like, oh, they look stupid. I don't think they look stupid. I just don't want to do it. Yeah. But you sound like you want to go back to the old days, back when we just used a telephone in the home and certain people didn't have voting rights. And certain genders knew their place I'm in the household. That's not what I'm saying. It sounds like it. I'm not saying it that. It stinks of that. You didn't say the words, but you kind of did. I'm all for progress, but I don't want to go out to a restaurant and people are wearing these big goggles. Yeah. It's going to look dumb. That's right. You, you should dress the way Matt Hussey wants you to dress, okay? You cover those <laughs> legs and you stop hey, showing your cleavage. You're taking this out of context. No, you. I'm mad, which means I'm right. Yeah, and we need to smoke more. Yes. Everyone. Bring back indoor smoking. I want to go to my doctor and he's smoking while giving me a checkup. Bring back the paddle, too. There's a lot of AI services right now. Google just came out with one. The the OG, though, ChatGPT. Have you ever used this thing? Oh, yeah, it's amazing. It, I got it to write me a song once, and it was actually pretty good. It rhymed and everything. It's bad at writing jokes. I've tried to get it to write me a few jokes, and it's not good. Yeah, I'm sure they're working on it, though. But that company, ChatGPT, they just unveiled a new tool. And it's like ChatGPT. You tell it to write you something, and it'll write you something. But this is for videos, So you can tell it, like, hey, make a video of me bench pressing 7,000 pounds. It'll make an AI-generated video of Matt Hussey uh, being able to lift more than his own body weight. Wow. And and does it make your arms falling off, too? If you want it to, it'll do that. And and have it end where my arms fall off and there's blood everywhere. Yeah, you could have it (laughs) do that, Whatever you want. Why? I don't know. Because that's what would happen. (laughs) I guess so, though. I guess so. But... This is Matt and Fatty telling you that you got to be careful what you see on the internet nowadays. Even before this, but now that this is out and anybody can make these videos, you shouldn't trust anything you haven't seen with your own two eyes through the Apple AR headset. You've been dabbling a little bit in the edibles, just a little bit. I've had the edibles, yeah. They're enjoyable every now and then. It's not a, like a common practice of mine, but I have nothing against them. It's kind of fun. It kind of makes you feel a little chill for a moment. Yeah, it just gives you a little edge. Yeah, it's just get, okay. I like it for sleeping, actually, occasionally. Yeah, pot puts me right to sleep yeah. most of the time. But we're talking about this because there's a recall from Health Canada on some cannabis edibles. They're from Wellkin International Incorporated. It's their 
Bonbon Turkish Delight Locum Edibles. Mm. Apparently, there's been mold found on some <laughs> of these candies. And you're asked to either you can toss them or take them back to the store. Yeah, and mold can give you diarrhea, right? Yeah. Well, this is a bad combination because you have the weed. And then you start eating really bad, and then that comes out the other end. Oh, Not a, Cheetos. Oh, it's disgusting. And it's really upsetting, too, because edibles are supposed to make you feel weird and relaxed. Not weird, relaxed, and pukey. Yeah, that's alcohol's job. You check your bank account every few months. You get a payment from the federal government called the Climate Action... In- Let me try that again. Climate Action Incentive Payment. Well, that's part of the reason they need to change it. People can't pronounce it. Even a guy who's been to journalism school at Fanshawe. I have an English degree. And an English degree. But I I can't read. Uh. (laughs) So the federal government's changing this because apparently some people were confused that what is this money? What? Climate Action Incentive Payment? I don't understand. So they're changing that now. So the next time you get that payment in your bank account... It's going to be called the Canada Carbon Rebate to make it clear that this is money from paying the carbon tax. So when you fill up your truck or your car, some carbon tax associated with that. When you pay your natural gas bill, your propane bill, you're paying a little bit of carbon tax. That money's coming back from that tax. Here's a little bit back. The CCR, like the band. I like that. That's how you're going to remember it? Canada Carbon Rebate. I'm going to ask you tomorrow if you remember what it was called, and you're totally going to forget. No, I'll remember. (laughs) CCR. And I see the carbon levels rising. Shame on you. Yeah. Shame on you. This is our government hard at work, though. Not doing anything to save you money on groceries. They're changing the name of the payment. That's good. So now that 50 bucks you get every six months will have a better name. They should call it. The Fuel Usage Carbon Kickstarter Money Expenditure, which is spelled F-U, and then C-K, and then M-E. Yesterday, Matt and I were telling you about how six LCBOs in Northern Ontario were going to start carting people before you even go into the store. They're going to scan your ID to make sure it's valid. Then you're allowed the privilege of walking into the LCBO. I can just see them around a boardroom table thinking, well, we could get rid of the theft by just scanning at the door. Yeah, we'll card you before you go in. And that plan lasted a couple hours before the LCBO backtracked and said, we're not going to do that anymore. No reason why, just... We're not. And then the Canadian Civil Liberties Association chimed in saying it's good they didn't do it because that is a massive violation of your privacy. Carding you before you even buy anything, just going in there? Yeah, no kidding. I guess they do this at clubs and stuff. Casinos and nightclubs and stuff. Yeah, they'll ID you before you go in. Yeah, so why don't they just turn the LCBO into a little club? Like a little daytime club. You think there's room inside the LCBO? This, This is how they get around it. Yeah, do it in the refrigerated section. Yeah, you go in there and you can dance all night because it's nice and cool. Hey, how's it going? Come here often? Yeah, I'm a drunk. Aren't you too? Yeah, me too. Let's go make out next to the Ontario craft beer. Or the cider. When I say the word plague, what do you think of? I think of the black plague. I think of the bubonic plague from when was it? 15, Uh, 1400s? 1300s. And it wiped out a third of Europe. 50 million people died. Of this plague. Sorry, I shouldn't laugh. It's a, it's a terrible part of our human history. <laughs> Your face was funny when you said it, though. We could have went extinct. No, nah, it wasn't that bad. It's pretty serious, and I thought this was gone now, but apparently this pops up every now and then, and it popped up in Oregon. Some guy got the bubonic plague from his cat. I guess our- it's transmitted through rodents, and maybe the cat got into a rodent that had the bubonic. Yeah, it was plague rats would transmit this thing. Right. 
uh, is he going to die? No, apparently it's very treatable. Medicine's come a long way. We went from 50 million people dying to one person getting it and antibiotics cures it. Is that all it is? That's all it took. Penicillin? 50 million people could have been saved if we had antibiotics back in the 1300s. You didn't mention uh, what happened to the cat. Is the cat okay? They're even treating the cat. That's how far we've come, even with pet rights. Back in the day, if you found out the cat was the source of the bubonic, oh, they would have been there with their pitchforks. Even if the cat wasn't the source of the plague, they just throw the cat in the river because they were douches back then. Or just because they suspected it had a disease. Yeah, maybe the cat was a witch, and if we drown it, then it'll go to heaven. But if it survives, then it has to come back for punishment. Matt and I talking about how when you need to contact customer service, if you want to call them on the phone, just dealing with a robot, you got to press one and then four and then one again, and it's a nightmare. Yeah, and sometimes you don't know it's a robot. I do the online, like a text version of that, and you don't know it's a robot till about 10 sentences in. I'm talking to a robot? You're not even talking to a real person. Yeah. You go on the website and it's not even a real person. Well, Air Canada is learning the hard way that those chatbots on the website... They mess up sometimes. So this dude was over in British Columbia. He had to buy a, an airline ticket to go to a funeral, also in Canada, but farther away. And the chatbot on the Air Canada website told him that we have a bereavement discount, but you got to buy your ticket and then we'll apply the discount after the fact. He took a screenshot, bought the ticket, went to apply the discount. Discount didn't apply and they wouldn't give it to him. So he took this to a tribunal and they said, yes, Air Canada, your chatbot, even though it wasn't a human, the thing you have to deal with people, it promised this discount, you have to honor it. So now Air Canada has to pay this guy 650 bucks for his ticket. The chatbot wasn't updated on their new terms. That's, that's what happened. I'm always clicking off boxes, updating myself on the terms. So this is... The, the this, robot should too. This is Matt and Fatty telling you, you're dealing with one of those chatbots on any website. If they're promising you something, you take a screenshot. Yeah. Serve you in the future. This is why I don't deal with robots. I will only deal with human beings. No robots, no matter how sexy that robot is. And yes, I'm talking about the self-order kiosk at McDonald's with its sexy, greasy screen. You have somebody hairy in your life? My hairy person is Matt Hussey. <laughs> I, I look across the desk from me. I think I see how we came from the apes. Right. I see how we evolved. I'm the missing link. You're it. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking about this because there's a study that's looking at the great apes, orangutans, chimpanzees, bonobos, kind of looking at their behavior. And something they do that we also do is they tease each other. Things like tickling, things like pretending to hand you something and then pulling it away. Yeah, babies even do this before they can even talk. They come up and poke you or something just to, just to see your reaction. Getting a reaction. They're testing the yeah, limits. Yeah, they're right? testing their limits. Gorillas also have a version of pull my finger. You know, pull my finger? Oh, yeah. And then you fart. But instead of farting, they beat you to death. When people think of Canada, I have a bunch of American friends and they always joke about me being socialist and our free health care and stuff. It's, it's nice. It's a nice joke to be made fun of for. And more to that point is uh, we might be getting a national pharmacare plan later this year, and we're learning a little bit more about that. It'll be a plan, pretty much a national health care plan for prescription drugs, things like that. We're learning a little bit more. We learned uh, this week that it might cover birth control. Oh. I'm not sure what kind of birth control. I'm guessing most of this uh, for women or people who would take that kind of stuff. And I assume it's women's birth control because men's birth control kind of already exists. It's called listening to Jordan Peterson. 
And if you don't want to do that work, just call yourself an alpha male. Nobody will touch you. So you think stealing the hotel shampoos and soaps is not stealing? I feel like I paid for that shampoo. If there's an extra little bottle, I might take that home. If I'm out of shampoo at home, then I got something to use, right? You don't buy, like, lots of stuff? Like, no. it, maybe I'm not the normal one here. No, I, I, I usually purchase things when they run out. Fair so enough. do you purchase things when they're about half full or something, like, just so you have a backup? Dude, literally, I have, like, six bottles of body wash backed up from the one I'm currently using now. And when I get down to three full bottles of body wash, that's when I buy new stuff. Okay, well, that's weird. Is that, am I the weird one here? That You're extra prepared. Yeah, I'm, I have anxiety, dude. I need to be prepared for everything. <laughs> I don't want to run out of body wash. Or bringing up bathroom theft because... Down in North Carolina, a very unusual theft. Police are looking for a woman who went into Moe's Suites. She went to the washroom, stole the bidet in the washroom. <gasps> That's a good thing to steal. Uh, <laughs> the bidet. For What restaurant has a bidet, though? I've uh, never seen this. Hold on. What kind of restaurant are they? It was just like a sweet shop. They have crepes and goodies there. Sweets can give people diarrhea sometimes. It's like bidet is sort of like a, a sweet for your behind in it's a way. It's really nice. It yeah. is a treat for your for your behind, for your butthole. And there's a reason I don't run out of toilet paper as quickly as most households. You've got the bidet. I know. You don't have to do as much wiping. You learned this. You nonstop talked about how great a bidet was, and my wife got me a bidet for Christmas a couple of years ago. It just installs on your toilet already? Oh, it's amazing. It's beautiful. It's honestly, I don't know how I did without it. And you got one of the fancy ones that has the warm water. Yeah. Yeah, you can turn it on warm. Yeah, you got to make sure it's not too warm. It's like a spa. Yeah. For your bunghole. Yeah, so I understand someone stealing this, I guess. It makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. So, But you consider that stealing. But the hotel soaps and the shampoos, not stealing. No. I wouldn't oh, say so. You are eternally cheap. I'm not taking the towels. That's different. That's theft. Why? Everyone used to always take the towels. Well, because that's a towel. Okay. But where if I've used a part of the shampoo, it's probably going in the garbage anyway. I might as well use it at home too. Okay, so if you have any of the hussy household over and your bath soap suddenly go <laughs> missing, you what? know where they went. What, you're going to call Crime Stoppers on me? Yes, I am, Matthew. Those Bath and Body Works soaps cost a lot of money. You see those parody shirts sometimes? You ever see those? Sure, yeah. Yeah, it'd be like... Cat Wars. Yeah, instead of Mountain Dew, it's like Mountain Dew Me or something. Oh, God. And it looks like the logo. I was trying to keep it family friendly. Well, I'm just saying you got to look twice. And there's this guy out of Toronto just got a letter from Loblaws. Loblaws? He was a little upset when they took away those 50% off stickers. He used to be homeless, and he knows what it's like to need those stickers sometimes and knows people that need them. So he got upset, and so he made this shirt. Looks like the Loblaws logo, but it says Roblaws. <laughs> As if Loblaws is robbing you. And then the, the little logo part, it's like a gun and a shopping basket. Oh, he went hardcore. Yeah, and then instead of the live life well, it says live life hungry. Loblaws none too happy about this? No, I said, you got to take that down. It looks like our logo. I thought you were allowed to parody things. Well, I think so. I think he'll be able to get the shirt back, but it doesn't stop companies from trying. Yeah, they can send a letter saying, hey, don't do this, but you don't always have to listen to them. So he'll probably get away with it. Uh, there's yeah. probably other companies could have gone for as well, right? Yeah. Could have made like a Rim Hortons t-shirt. <laughs> rim Hortons. <laughs> oh, no. Tim Hortons tastes like a rim. That's oh. as descriptive as I'll be. Matt and I reminiscing about a couple years ago 
when all the schools got shut down. We were trying to stop the spread of COVID, so we pretty much shut down the country. It's this new study out of McMaster University. And it found that shutting down the schools wasn't really necessary. Now, we know this in hindsight. We know now, years later, at the time we were just doing our best with the information we had. But the study found uh, schools didn't really contribute much to the spread of COVID when uh, they were practicing masking, vaccinations, and daily testing. Right. So they did a good job of controlling it when they did go back, I guess. Yeah. But whether or not we had to shut it down or not, I guess we'll know for next time. But this is really good information to have in the next pandemic, which will hopefully kill us all. I don't know if you play the lottery with your coworkers. Matt and I play every once in a while. I think one time we won a hundred bucks. Yeah. Me, you, and Steve, our sales guy. Well, the dream is to win big and just not show up to work, right? A hundred bucks is a lot of money in 1847. And that's what's fun about playing with people at work. Because you always have that dream of just like, see ya. Collectively giving your boss the figure. Walking by the (laughs) boss's door and just like, bye. You're waving your hand. I'm waving one (laughs) finger, buddy. (laughs) Situation at a Scarborough area. Dozen warehouse workers, they play the lottery together, been playing together for over a decade. They, this week, uh, claimed $247,000. Nice. That's about 20, a little over $20,000 each. So they couldn't leave work, but they had a really good day at work. They were fist bumping each other all day, having a good time when they found this out. Got different plans. Some want to pay bills, vacation, retirement, all that kind of stuff. $20,000 is a nice amount of money that you can't really do much with. Like, you can pay for a vacation, but you're still broke after the vacation. Yeah. You can pay for some college, but not all of your college. You can buy a used car, but not a new car. So you might as well spend that $20,000 on what really matters. Say it with me, Matt. Weed. Mm. Had a coworker once whose sister was involved in these romance scams. Somebody had messaged this person online on Facebook and said, hey, you, you, I added you because you look really beautiful. And then they talked for months and money was sent. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. And the, <laughs> the Canadian Anti-Fraud Center says in 2023, Canadians lost $50 million to romance scammers. Well, that's what they say. Love is blind. And scammers know this. Everyone wants love so much that they just give up all sense of reason sometimes. And they give people money. I'm sick. I need an operation. We can't go on a date until I get a new heart. Send me 50000 Right? It's ridiculous. You've never even met them. If you've never met someone, don't give them money. You get caught up, though. I get it. Yeah. Because a lot of times they pose as somebody in a very important position. I'm a doctor in, uh, what's it, Bolivia. Yeah. And, uh, oh, no, I... I came across a tragedy and I don't have money. Can you send me money, please? Yeah. And a lot of times they use uh, pictures of really handsome people, so not photos of Mad Hussy. The Country 104.9 Mornings with Matt and Fatty Podcast.